Welcome to In the Spotlight with Amy Scrubs, where we feature great artists, entrepreneurs, community leaders, and well, anyone who should have that moment to share their story in the spotlight. Welcome to another great episode of In the Spotlight. I have an amazing guest who is doing a tremendous amount to make a difference for our environment with Planet Protectors. This is Sasha. I was tongue-tied, excuse me, Sasha Ablett. And we are really looking forward to hearing what she has to say right now regarding our environment. Plastics, we're going to talk about recycling and find out what we can do to support what's taking place with this, especially in the Santa Barbara area. Great to have you with me today. Thank you, Amy. I'm very excited to be here. Now, I'm sure you didn't just wake up last year and just say, "Woo, I'm ready to start a foundation and I'm going to help <laughs> save the planet. <laughs> there mm. has to be some kind of a backstory that leads to it. I know from your background, what briefly I've seen, you're definitely a very well-known and loved entrepreneur in the Santa Barbara area. Just briefly give me a little bit of your background in businesses and kind of how that opened this door to Planet Protectors. Well, I um, had a very circuitous route, I suppose. I started out going into aerospace engineering from UCLA. Um, and then I worked in um, laser lights. And then I worked in aerospace engineering. And then I decided to come home to Santa Barbara and take over the family dry cleaning business. Um, so big switch. Yeah, big switch. And I thought it would be easy coming from a Fortune 50 company into a small business. Uh, no problem. But it actually turned out to be a bigger challenge than I expected. But it was all good. I loved it. Um, close to my family and back in Santa Barbara is a beautiful place to live and very environmentally conscious, which is where I think I got a lot of my roots in that. Um, but at the dry cleaners, I looked around and every single piece of clothing is put inside a plastic bag. I mean, it is thousands and thousands yes. and thousands of plastic bags going through. People worry about the chemicals for dry cleaning, but at least in California, they call them VOCs. They've been outlawed. Dry cleaners can't really use those really harmful. There's a few, but we use silicon solvents and like it's it's not a big deal here. But the plastic I thought was bad. So way back over 10 years ago, I found a recycler that would take our plastic bags and they turn them into this nice decking. It's called Trex. And it's this wonderful decking that's half recycled wood from mills and half recycled hmm. LDPE. I'll just call it poly. Okay. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, and it was wonderful. So I loved it. And then one day China decided to not take any of our trash anymore as they should have. That was a wonderful thing. They shouldn't have been accepting our trash. Um, and a local environmental agency asked if I'd be willing to open it up to the public. I said, sure, that sounds like a great idea. So we had a drop spot out front of the cleaners, which curled, turned into a mountain of plastic that would be falling down across the floor. It was awful. Wow. And it was all trash. It all ended up in the landfill. And that's when I realized that outside wow. the grocery stores, everything they would put in that box would go straight into the trash, straight into our landfill. So um, we shut it down during COVID. Wow, huge decision. COVID forced us to shut it down, yes. but we were actually happy to. Huge decision. It, well, and then we started getting over 20 calls a day for people requesting us to reopen it. People want this. People, mm -hmm. they would reach out um, to calls, 
emails. They were overwhelming the cleaners um, saying we have to have this. They were just invested. It was, you know, we had over a thousand people that were wanting to recycle their plastic. So I thought to myself, there must be a way to do this that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It was a big aha moment, wasn't it? It was just pulling you back in like, oh, this is not going anywhere. I I need to, I need to face this. Yeah. I wasn't going to do something. Yeah. If you're losing money on it, you're spending eight hours a day. You can't get any volunteers because it's just awful to to pick through trash is not something anyone wants to do. Right. Mm -hmm. So we recreated and we, we started happy hours. So we had two happy hours a week when we could, and people would get together and they would share best practices for recycling. Um, They would chat, which was very useful during COVID. The energy was just fantastic. And we, every time we had an event, we would get a new um, volunteer and we just started collecting more and more in one hour. We'll collect about 200 pounds of plastic now. Wow. And that's just in your community there in Santa Barbara. With zero advertising, zero publicity, zero, like nothing. It's all word of mouth, completely grassroots. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you realize I need to take these next action steps. I know you started Planet Protectors last year. What does, what is the, the basis of that? Like, how did you design that from the ground up to say, this is what we need to do? It was necessity, 100% necessity. Trex, uh, because of the pandemic and a lot of the logistic hiccups that were going on and inflation, they will no longer pick up our product uh, for free. They want 40,000 pounds. So we're going from 2,000 pounds to 40,000 pounds um, if we want to continue recycling with them. So they will provide a baler, they will provide a storage unit, but you have to have the space to have this amount of plastic. If we want to continue to be viable, which is wonderful because 2000 pounds is nothing. We we want to be collecting, there's something like 93 million tons or it's a ridiculous amount of zero, Mm -hmm. 12 zeros after the number, the number of pounds of plastic that we create every year in the United States. What are some of the misconceptions that people have about recycling right now? Well, people get really angry. We technically recycle type two and type four film plastic. So you have the seven numbers, right? Well, the number seven does not mean it's recyclable. It actually means it's not recyclable. It's a mixed plastic and it's the only type that is 100% non-recyclable. Please put it in your trash. Mm -hmm. Um, The other numbers indicate certain types of plastic and it helps with recycling, but there are actually over 10,000 different types of plastic. I think most of us don't realize that. Yeah. (laughs) 10,000 different types of plastic. And if you're creating a product, you need one type or perhaps two to create a good product, right? So if you want to reuse your plastics, they have to be pure. And so if you're mixing the plastics, then you're making them non-recyclable. And that's where the government wow. to come in and really legislate that you can only make packaging out of things that are recyclable. Type 7 plastic needs to be illegal. Like, wow. Right? So, and it's things like that. It's like we're educating around... You know, so now when people go shopping, they go into the grocery store and, you know, I'm sorry, I like my mixed 
salads, you know, uh-huh. the ones that are, you know, you buy the lettuce already yes. done, which I know is terrible and I try not to, but it's easy and I'll do it. But now there's only one brand of lettuce that I buy because it comes in the right kind of plastic that I know I can recycle versus the crispy, the crunch, you know, the really shiny kind yes. of plastic, that stuff is not recyclable. That's type seven. How much awareness is out there? I mean, you and I are having this conversation. So I hope everybody hears this, even if you're not in Santa Barbara to support this exact foundation, this yeah. is education that needs to take place. How really are we does. as a nation right now educating on this? Or is this still just it, the invisible monster? We are not doing, I, I don't feel that we are doing a good job. There is so much onus on the consumer, which is crazy. The consumer is not going to solve this. I mean, like I said, I, I estimate that we're getting about 1% of plastic in Santa Barbara, consumer use mm-hmm. plastic in Santa Barbara, which is 2,000 pounds. So it's about 100,000 pounds. But if you look at the grocery stores and Costco, I mean, they dwarf the amount of plastic that the consumers are getting, right? Think of the pallets. I think, you know, they get... I don't know, a hundred pallets a week or something all wrapped in that plastic. Right. So the, yeah, it, it is not, the consumer is not going to solve this. However, if the consumer is better educated and cares about this, they can purchase products that are recyclable or could be recyclable if somebody would just do it. We need that um, list. <laughs> yeah, I would I mean, if I knew. <laughs> the problem right now is is the you know the government and the cities aren't willing to recycle these plastics. They are recyclable. There is an open plastics market and you can do it. You just have to pay someone to make sure that you have clean plastic to recycle and the cities are not willing to do that. They're just they turning a blind eye to that. Budget. That's the budget. I wouldn't say that. It's it's a budgeting. You okay. know, you it's sure. right now they're focusing on food waste, which is mm-hmm. wonderful. And they're doing right? a very good job. Yes, at least they're doing that here city. in San Diego as well. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, it's everything's possible, uh, except for the type seven, which is why it should be illegal. But yeah, so it is. It's education so that when people hear about different initiatives and ideas that are on the ballot, you know, they, they can vote better. I mean, I know during the last election, I don't know about you, but I think I'm informed and I still felt like I was guessing on a lot of things. So, you know, it's tricky. Even when we prep and we read all the ballots beforehand and do all our homework, it is still tricky. There's a lot of, there's a lot of weeds in there. (laughs) It is. Yes. You've identified such a, a huge huge component to the recycling issues. You've put something in place to start helping. You've got this nonprofit ready to go. Where do you see that the community can come in and support you? What are those immediate needs that you have? And also what are your long-term goals for this? Well, Trex uses over 400 million pounds a year. So they're never going to have enough. Um, I get the, or I I can imagine the argument that we shouldn't be using plastic. And I agree with that, but nobody's going to stop using Amazon. Nobody's going to stop buying toilet paper wrapped in, in the wrappers. Right. So for the foreseeable future, we're going to need to do something with our plastics. And I think it is a much better thing to take those plastics and put them back into another product, the same product, rather than use virgin plastics. Right. Um, You're not using virgin plastics and you're keeping this plastic out of the landfill. So those are the two big things that we're doing 
in the meantime, mm -hmm. while we try to reduce our use of plastics. Um, in order to scale it up, even in our just in our community, we need space to store 40,000 pounds of plastic um, and a baler with a forklift because our bales right now are 20, 25 pounds. These big bales, I mean, I can't even imagine. They're a thousand pounds. I can't even imagine. A thousand. It's, I don't know how big that would be. Um, well, I, they did say it's 50 feet by 10 feet is the size of a trailer that would store 40,000 pounds. Okay, that's a good visual. That gives us a good visual. Yeah. You need to find a location. Somebody I need a location. I have this space. I want to utilize it for this. I want yes. to use this. And so I've got 14 right now volunteers that just are all all in and they love it. And every time, like I'm, I have no problems getting volunteers now. So I want to partner with a business that is receiving a lot of plastic and we can just take that headache right off their plate. So they wouldn't have to pay disposal fees, right? Mm -hmm. for the plastic, we can do it. And then if they wanted to provide um, events, the planet protectors could have an event for their customers. Um, so Great. that they could also get that PR. And I would think yes. in a place like Santa Barbara, um, I would think that that would, I know for, okay, Ablet's Fine Cleaners, I truly believe we've increased our business by about 15% because of all the the goodwill we've got. Santa Barbara People wants this. Choose us over other cleaners because yes. of our, our plastics program. And Santa I think Barbara it will be the this. same for other businesses. Yeah. I agree. I agree. How about funding for you to accomplish all of this? So let's even say they found the building, but you still need funding to keep this going and to continue putting this mission out there. Are you finding that the community is coming around and supporting and how can we oh, ask for more? What does that look like for the next five years for you to, to grow? Yeah. Well, it was amazing before we, before I committed to actually getting the nonprofit status, I just had this, you know, I sent out a little email to my planet protector group and I, you know, I said, well, we're If we want to continue this, we're going to have to do some collection. We're going to need some money. Um, you know, are, are you willing to do it? And I think in one, one day, maybe three days, but one event, um, yeah, it was like five thousand dollars. I was That's like, "Great, oh my goodness!" And that was not even anything. So within the first two months, we had about twenty thousand dollars. So people want this. they want to support this. I, I it's 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 hard to explain why, but if you could see people's faces at these events, they really want it. Right, we're um, all in a gasp seeing what's really taking place with our planet. We see the plastic in the ocean. You know, especially those of us that live on the coast, we we yes. feel the impact of it every time we drive over to the beach just to have lunch. So that I, I live on the coast as well, so I understand this is really in our face, and I do feel that these communities that are impacted by this and see it are wanting to go above and beyond to say, "What can we do?" Yeah. Well, and we can do a lot if you're willing to fund it. It mm -hmm. is not a viable business, unfortunately. You have to fund it to get right now. Yes. I mean, honestly, the government should make the businesses that are creating the packaging pay for the end of life disposal of that packaging. And that's just not happening. And if we want to dispose of it properly, someone has to funded. And I think we found kind of a fun way to do it. Yes. And if we can get the funding to really hammer in this film plastic type two and type four, so we have the space and we have the educational outreach, business partnership, and then just the logistics of doing it, 
with the funding, not only can we do more outreach education, we can go after other types of hard to recycle plastics. We can get the type five clamshells. There is a market for it. You know, when the city tells you that you can't recycle it, you can't put it in. It's just saying they aren't willing to take on the behemoth task of figuring out how to recycle it. And that's kind of what Planet Protectors is, 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 doing. That's well, I love it. You're putting out. Santa Barbara on the map for this. And what I hope is that the, the outpouring of support and success with this with Santa Barbara is going to be, okay, which city are we going to next? How can yes. this duplicate it? Because what you're doing is is a game changer. It takes, it takes one person. And that's what I love. One person that says, I'm willing to take this on. I'm not yep. going to just talk about it and complain about it at, at the social hours, but I'm going to take this on. And this is what you've done. And I am so in awe and impressed with what you're doing. And I can't wait till you call me and say, Amy, guess what? We are taking this all the way up and down the coast of California and beyond because I really believe that's going to happen. I really believe that that, that that can happen. So this is a call out Santa Barbara. It is time fund this thing exponentially. So we can start hitting all of those other communities nationwide and Mm -hmm. together make a difference. Outstanding. Thank you so much for what you're doing. Any last words that you would like to share? Anything else that that you want to make sure we understand about this so that we can support you the best as a community? I just want to make people understand. I'm sorry, I got so excited. I can't speak for a second. This can be done. This is not impossible. It's not even difficult. And it's certainly not rocket science. Um, It can be done. I can't tell you how many times people have told me that that it can't be done or it shouldn't be done or it isn't impactful. And I I think it's actually quite easy to do this. Um, If you had the scale, unfortunately, individuals don't usually have that kind of scale. So by putting together the planet protectors with the support of the Santa Barbara community, I'm trying to build up a model that we can just sort of help help spread slowly and easily to help everybody. Well, it looks like you've done it. And I believe it's time for Santa Barbara to fund this, make it happen and have that success story. I'd love to have you back as soon as possible to talk about the successes, what's taken place. I'm sure that building is out there. You know, you're out there. It's time, donate your business and your building so that this can be accomplished. Let's raise the funds for this amazing organization. Sasha, thank you so much for your dedication to the community and to the planet. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for listening to In the Spotlight podcast. For more information, you can go to amyscruggsmedia.com and make sure and follow on social media at amyscruggsmedia.com.